Today's episode is brought to you by Pura. Pura is the world's number one fragrance diffuser. The Pura Smart Home Fragrance Diffuser allows you to customize your scent experience with premium designer-grade fragrances from the convenience of your smartphone. The Pura app lets you set custom schedules for your device from anywhere. You can alternate between scents, you could adjust the intensity, and you could set it to away when you're out of town, and you can also choose between different colors for your cool LED light that's on top of the Pura, which is quite the hot ticket in my house because my kids love to fight over what color the the light will be. I don't know if that's a good selling point that your kids will fight over it. Just don't tell them that they could choose. Just set it yourself and have fun with it. It's, this is your fun thing. Anyway, we have the Pura in our home and we love it. As you know, we have two kids in diapers, hopefully not for long, but you know, as of right now, two kids in diapers and the Pura keeps our house smelling good and it totally helps combat all of the other scents we have going on, you know, in the aren't house because it could be a smelly place without the Pura. They have a ton of scents to choose from. We chose to pretend like we are fancy and that our house is like a high-end trendy boutique and we chose the Capri Blue Volcano scent from, you know, the infamous volcano candle. And it smells just like the real thing. It really does. It smells so good and the smell is like so potent but not like overpowering and gross like, you know, diffuser scents can typically be. It smells so good. And we're also excited to try out some of their other scents. They have a rotating lineup throughout the year of seasonal scents and new scents that are featured on their site. Right now, they have a best-selling Hawaii-scented candle from the Homesick candle line that we're going to check out next. I put it on my subscription for next month. I will report back. I can't wait to smell it. Anyway, you should get a Pura. You'd love it. You would love it. It would make a perfect gift if you already have it. And your house is going to smell so good. And also, we have a code. Because of course we have a code. You could use our code WANNACHAT for 15% off of your purchase at Pura.com. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 15% off of your purchase. Your house is going to smell so good. You're going to be so happy. You're going to feel so fancy. And again, you're going to have like a cool LED light situation going on in your house. And maybe your kids will not act like animals about it like mine do. Anyway, now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and we have a lot to talk about. A lot a lot of things to say. Mainly, we're here gathered today to talk about the girl gang's pregnancy scandal, allegations, everything. Um, I will say, so I put this segment in the beginning of the show, so if you're only here for that, you could just listen to that, and that's totally fine. Um, and I will say as well, that if you have been following the story closely, there will not be new revelations in this. This is just kind of like a retelling of the facts and everything. But if you want to just like hear somebody talk about it and you're already like well-versed, then please like stick around. It'll be so much fun. Um, I mean, as fun as like talking about either a baby that has passed away or a baby that never existed is. Anyway, that got really dark really fast. But stay tuned for that conversation um, and when I say conversation again, I mean, it's just me. It's just me talking. And then later on in the show, we talk about everything that happened over our break. We talked about the John Mulaney baby. Speaking of babies, we talked about the John Mulaney baby. We talked about Betty White's passing. We talked about the Tristan Thompson baby stuff. This is a baby episode. Baby, baby, baby. That's what we'll call this one. The baby episode. So, hello. Hi. Long time. Uh, no chat. What a winter break. You know, it came and went. It came and went, didn't it? Anyway. We have a weird story to talk about today. Full disclosure, yesterday I recorded a podcast episode. I did it by myself. I didn't have a guest. And it 
just, you know, wasn't, um, wasn't like amazing. So I was like, oh, I'm just not going to post it. And maybe I just won't do an episode this week or I'll figure something out. And then the good Lord handed me something so insane on a silver platter. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. We're going to talk about the girl gangs, scandal, allegations, story, etc. Let me start off by saying it's a sensitive subject. There is a huge ick factor to speculating on somebody's pregnancy and baby and child and the well-being of a child, hypothetical child or not. So I do acknowledge that this reporting is not the most tasteful that I'll ever do, okay? I understand. But I was put on this good earth to report the news. And that's a cop-out. That's a cop-out for me to say that. I um I just want to talk about it. And it's the most insane thing I think I've ever heard of, at least in 2022, in this uh these four days that we've had. Definitely the most insane thing I've heard in the last four days. So let's talk about it. I'm going to try my best to cut a clear line through the story so we can all understand it together. There will be details that I miss because this has been going on for a long time. And the thing about this girl, and I'll get into her full introduction in a minute, she was kind of like a daily drama type person. She had a lot of enemies online that she rightfully earned, and then a lot of it was very unfair criticism. Unfair and mean, but also she was dishing out meanness, but meanness doesn't justify meanness. I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of details, and I'm sure I'm going to miss something. And I'm sure people will be frustrated that I missed something, and I'm sorry. So that's just my disclaimer in the beginning. But let's get into it. And I think that that's kind of actually like her tagline, like she would say. So let's get into it. Um, and that was unintentional. But here we go. Let's talk about Girl Gang 7733. And I think that that was a username that's changed multiple times because she was constantly getting like shut down or something. Anyway, her name is Erin. She popped onto the scene in, like, I would say the spring, like spring 2021. And maybe she was doing things before this. But in spring of 2021, she kind of hopped onto the scene as an influencer commentator. First, it was like celebrity gossip. And then it turned into like more influencer stuff. And then it kind of um, came to its like its peak came to its peak. That's not how you phrase things, Mary, you idiot. It, it hit its peak when she kind of orchestrated the rally to get influencers to disclose their ads and follow FCC guidelines or FTC guidelines. I always call it FCC. FTC guidelines and do what they're supposed to as far as like disclosing when things are affiliate links and whatever. So it's kind of when she like rose to fame because she started calling people out and then she was somehow involved in like the Lala and Randall drama from Vanderpump Rules I'm not really involved in the Vanderpump Rules world so I don't have much reporting on that but she did break a few stories she was very involved in the um Daryl and Denner COVID saga 
which is another thing we talked about it in our top whatever countdown I did about influencer stories a couple weeks ago if you don't know about the Daryl Ann Denner thing but I'm getting off track anyway she the thing about her page which was kind of unique is influencer call out pages are not a new thing I mean Gomi we'll get to it in a minute but Gomi's been around for so long Reddit with blog snark it's been around for so long and there have been influencer call-out pages that have popped up over the years. But the difference is here. Her face was all over it. Normally when people do this and they do this kind of snark, they're anonymous or they try to stay anonymous. But she was constantly showing her face to the camera and we knew a lot of details about her life. We knew about her work and it was kind of the first influencer page of its kind. Like I know that there's a Swiping Up podcast and people know the personalities on there, but it was... That's like a different level of snark. I would say that that's more like reporting with some mild snark. What Erin was doing was very different tonally and just content wise too. Like she exposed a lot of things that she really would have had to dug, dig for or to get anonymous tips, whatever. But anyway, but what made her different was she was an influencer call out page and also a personality. So back in June, she was involved in some kind of drama. And during this time, that's when she announced that she was pregnant and that she was going to be having a baby and the baby was going to be born in the beginning of December. She posted like a gender reveal pregnancy announcement picture. She said it was a boy. She said his name was going to be Finn. She said that she was a single mom. And then her story was, was that she was going to begin the process to find a donor and just do it by herself. But then she began a relationship and... Although she would be a single mom, she was in a relationship with the baby's dad at the time of, you know, conception. Anyway, so it was kind of like an oddly timed announcement, but not that oddly timed because nobody really suspected that she was lying at that point except for some mean people on Gomi. And let me just say, Gomi is a cesspool. And surely enough, Somehow this will find its way back to people on there and people will make fun of me for like having like a lisp or whatever. They'll find pictures of me or they'll make fun of me for even saying this and they'll be like, ah, you're not even worth our time. Anyway, it's not a nice place to hang out. Do I peruse it every now and again? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it's horrible. But as far as the girl gang's commentary on Gomi, it's always been especially vicious. And I don't know if it's because Aaron, not to like victim blame, but I don't know if it's because Aaron was always so vicious with her call outs because I would go onto the girl gang's page before any of the real drama started and I'd go on and like, yes, I'm getting scoop, but it did always feel like a very dark place to me. It always did feel like, ooh, this is, this is dark. Just like how Gomi is, you know? So I've always kind of wondered, like, maybe it was some of her inside ugly coming out that made people respond so horribly to her and, you know, make their comments as mean as they were. Because immediately she announces her pregnancy. She's faking it. She's faking it. She's faking it for sympathy because she announced it amidst some other kind of controversy. And then it was discovered that the ultrasound picture in the birth announcement was a fake. But she did have a good excuse for that. She said that that was like the 
pre-made thing that she like ordered from Etsy. She didn't make the gender reveal picture for the birth announcement or not birth announcement for the pregnancy announcement. And that was just like a, a ultrasound that is just like a stock photo, whatever. So that seemed like it easily explained away. But the seeds of her faking the pregnancy have already been planted. And then like every now and again, somebody would come up and be like, I know her in real life. I know her family. She is not pregnant. Or people would post or repost pictures that she's posted and would analyze them in very mean ways. If you're really curious, you could you could find it all on there. Anyway, so on there meaning on Gomi. So the seeds of doubt were already planted immediately with the fake ultrasound picture. But when I heard that, I immediately was like, okay, that's easily explainable. So she bought some stock image from Etsy. Whatever. Nobody would fake their pregnancy. And still, we'll get into it. I still have my doubts. I have my doubts about this whole thing. This whole situation is a question mark to me. 100%. Anyway, so fast forward, more controversy happens. The people on Gomi are really, really going strong. And she always had the weirdest kind of internet drama. Her like favorite fallback thing to talk about was that she thought what she alleged was that people, because she would always talk about engagement rates for influencers, she would always be like, this influencer is a fake because their engagement rate is off and they have these fake followers and blah, 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 blah. She would be getting thousands and thousands of fake followers at a time. And then she would always say, someone's doing this to me. Somebody's doing this to me. Who is, who are all these haters? Why do people keep signing me up for fake bot services? This is always happening to me. And to me, immediately that wrong, like very untrue. I'm like, she's buying herself thousands of fake followers. And then she's saying that somebody's doing it for her. Because maybe that happened one time. Buying thousands of followers is expensive. So for people to do that as a prank constantly, very, very suspicious. It always seemed very far-fetched to me. So anyway, in my mind, her credibility was null, right? But I still didn't think that she was faking a pregnancy. And every now and then, because I'm in a couple um, like Facebook groups who report on influencer stuff. And for the most part, like the influencer Facebook groups I'm in are like pretty nice. Anyway, but people would mention things and they'd be like, oh, they're still talking about her pregnancy. They still don't think that she's pregnant. And I'd go, come on, she can't hide this, you know, like she can't. What is she expecting to do? And then also in the midst of all this, it's worth noting she had a lot of um, issues with Alice from Gomi, the lady that runs the Gomi website. Like they were threatening legal stuff back and forth to each other. And then she had to go on private and then she had to like go into hiding and she was gonna sue and then the other girl was gonna sue and and stuff it was just girl bossing at the highest level for nonsense it was just pointless but anyway that's important to note as we step into this next chapter in the story so flash forward to december she was due sometime around december 2nd also backtracking a second it's important to note that she did also like in november do some kind of weird not weird, probably necessary rebrand where she was changing up her name, changing up her branding, whatever, indicating to people that she was, you know, around to stay. If you're going to go through all the effort of a rebrand anyway. But so on December 16th, 
She completely deleted all of her accounts. Every trace of her online had been deleted. Um, so from this point forward, I'm going to be referring to the Gomi threads because I feel like it's the most comprehensive uh, gathering of information. There is really good information on Reddit there. Guys, I'm an idiot for real. Reddit, I get really lost in there and, and I get really distracted and it's hard for me to kind of like, you know, find a clear line through things on Reddit. So I'm going to be referring to the Gomi. I'm professional. My phone rang. Um, I'm going to be referring to the Gomi reporting on this from now on and also my own brain. But we have to remember that this girl hates her, hates her. So that's going to be, you know, the tone of some of this reporting, but I'll try to kind of keep it as like neutral as possible. But anyway, on December 16th, she left. She left the internet and didn't make like a grand goodbye. I'm leaving Instagram for forever. I'm going to go focus on my baby or whatever post. And also there was like never a birth announcement anyway. But she like kind of posted like a vague like last supper type post. But other than that, no, no grand goodbye a la Acacia Kersey, you know. Anyway, so then flash forward to December 29th. Oh, and then like the theories were she left because either the pregnancy or complications of the pregnancy, people that believed in the pregnancy, they thought the worst and thought maybe something bad happened to the baby. Or they also thought maybe she just wants to be a mom. And then also there was like a rumor that there was a gigantic lawsuit coming after her, but I, I really don't know what she could have been sued for. Maybe there was something legitimate, but again, I'm not that well versed in, in the Reddit stuff. So if there's like a legitimate reason for her to have a hypothetical huge lawsuit, somebody please tell me. But anyway, so December 29th on Gomi, the, uh, the speculation about her faked pregnancy grew because homepage on Gomi, Girl Gang 7733 may have faked her pregnancy. Anonymous source says, I refuse to lie for her. And I'm just going to, to read. I'm probably going to censor the meaner stuff. Erin, the girl behind Girl Gang 7733, Girl Gang's Real Tea accounts, is now suspected of faking her pregnancy. Gomi Blog has exclusive information from real-life sources close to the family of the notorious internet troll claiming she was never pregnant, and they allege her family is now covering for her. Um, and then it shows some pictures of the faked ultrasound uh, that she shared. Oh, kind of worth noting, the fake ultrasound wasn't just in that one birth announcement. She was, there's a picture of her holding it as well. Anyway, it goes on to say, multiple sources close to Erin and her family reached out to me, me meaning Alice, the writer of this article, reached out to me to share their experience and interactions, interactions, interactions with her over the past few months. I'll claim at least after June, which is when one Anon message says that Erin might have claimed to miscarry, there was no pregnancy. One source claims that there is a cover-up happening with the knowledge of Aaron's family, who apparently may have believed that she was pregnant until the end. And then the text says, because if she admits to making that up, that makes her family look bad. That's why they're also telling people she lost it. Lost it, meaning the baby. This is so grim. How freaking gross is this story? If this turns out to be true, yikes, yikes. And if it turns out not to be true, we all need to turn our TVs off and turn our minds to the Lord. Oh my goodness. Anyway. 
But the knight continues to say, but they're all telling different stories of how she lost it. Another source says, they know she wasn't pregnant. I know this entire thing was made up. It's a lie. She never was pregnant. Most sources also say Aaron's family is harassing anyone who speaks out against this pregnancy, possibly being faked and accusing the family of harassing the person Aaron claimed to be the father. It's been roughly 20 days since Aaron implied that she was having labor-induced... Sorry, I read that weird. But it's been 20 days since she implied that she was having labor-induced, one week after her, her due date of December 2nd, and then disappeared from the internet. Last week, sources began sharing that they were getting messages from Aaron with her claiming that she lost the baby. Later, she apparently shared the information that, that she had been committed for a while after she'd lost the baby, and her sister was the one who erased her internet presence. Deep searches in the states that Aaron is known to have lived in over the past years have revealed no obituaries, announcements, or memorials of any kind under her name or the child's name that she announced her alleged child's name months ago. Um, and by the way, something to note, and I'm just getting this, you know, refreshed in my memory as I'm scrolling through the Skill Me post. She announced her pregnancy in a very weird way. Somebody asked her on like an Ask Me Anything thing on Instagram story. She said, are you a mom? And then she announced by saying, I will be this coming December. And like, thank you for this, uh, for this gender reveal post thing. Baby Finn Patrick coming in December. Anyway, the baby registries that she set up online were similarly ghost towns void of much activity. Sources say that she even faked her ultrasounds and offered a suggestion of where she could have possibly purchased them from. Anyway, continuing on with the post. Meanwhile, people were sharing these old pictures of Aaron saying, hey, look at this freaking belly. She was pregnant and look at her face and, and her face was growing like a pregnant woman's does and, and everything. And I will say that if this was the serial podcast the pictures of aaron pregnant would be the nisha call you know because every single time i believe going down these lines and I'll, I'll get into what i believe is happening at the end every single time i'm really invested i think about the pictures because she does look legitimately pregnant and i mean i've I've had three babies. I've been pregnant before. And I feel like we don't talk about the pregnant face enough. And I do believe that she had pregnant face. But also, I'm I'm so gross for even speculating on this, but also pregnant face is easily replicated by eating tons and tons of salt, as evidenced by my face currently right now after Christmas break. Um. Anyway. But now, flash forward to today. Today... On January 4th, 2022, uh, or actually, I guess it was posted yesterday. There's a new post on girl gangs. The father um, of the baby, or of the alleged baby, went to the internet and went on girl gang, or went on GOMI, and on Reddit, it seems. But again, I'm not that well versed on Reddit. Maybe I'm not the best reporter. If you think you know more about this, let me know. I would love to have you on the show. Anyway. There was a Gomi article, the baby daddy, alleged baby daddy of the baby that he's saying doesn't exist, came out and is spilling the tea. He has receipts. He has screenshots. And this is where I really want to direct everybody to the page. I have it linked in our Facebook group. Um, so then you can see the screenshots for yourself. And again, I feel like I'm lifting other people's hard work by just reading off of another blog post. Um, 
But anyway, as I read, Girl Gang 7733, a.k.a. Aaron, who disappeared from the internet last month amid speculation that she faked her pregnancy, is still apparently hiding on social media. Um... She's offered no public explanation for what happened to her alleged child. Unfortunately for her, the man she claimed to be the father of the child has contacted Gomi blog with receipts. Lots of them. And he begins by saying, I was recently reached out to by a friend of girl gangs who sent me to your article. I'm the alleged father of the baby she lost and briefly dated her. I've known this is bullshit. Sorry, guys. I don't curse or I try not to curse. I know this was bullshit from day one the alleged father who we shall call joe contacted me today to offer his side of the story in the face of the accusations made about him by aaron she told all her friends how i was this abusive crazy guy she also says that aaron and her family have been harassing him so then her dad and sister both reached out to me via email and phone call and her dad is a retired redacted with the redacted and i'm like tell your dad to stop harassing me so then I don't hear from her at all until her friend DM'd me this morning and sent me the link to your blog and told me um, all about how she told all of her friends how it was this abusive, crazy guy and she apologized and now is all and now all is well. And then this is how Joe says things began. So basically what happened was we met up a few times for her drinks at my apartment. Hers once. It was in a nice building in a nice neighborhood, but she keeps it like a shithole here i am swearing and let me say something about that comment real fast when trying to be as fair as possible with this story i must admit a lot of the words used by our joe here the baby daddy a lot of them are buzzwords that have been said about girl gangs for months online Like, shithole apartment is one that is repeated often. And I don't know how um, the owner of Gomi authenticated, you know, Joe's identity. I don't know what, what she did, if she wanted to FaceTime with him, or I don't know what 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 kind of proof. I mean, the, there's emails later, and I'll get into that in a minute. But if one was to... Um, if one was the defense in this case, they would say, hmm, a lot of the words that Joe is using sounds an awful lot like the words that people have been continuing to use about her over the last couple months. So it could just be somebody having fun who's like a, a big uh, girl gangs faked her pregnancy truther and they're pretending to be him. Anyway, if that's what it turns out to be, I wouldn't be shocked based on the fact that this Joe is using a lot of the same jargon. Anyway, we get drunk and hook. We get drunk and hook. Yeah, I read that right. We get drunk and hook, basically a booty call, dot, dot, dot. Then I noticed she was constantly on social media, like constantly talking about all this drama with like JLo and A-Rod and then some girl named Madison and Jay Cutler. And she would, um, and she would start making these videos and just be staring at them to see how many likes it got. Which, timeline-wise, I guess that puts us in March. March 2021. I know these girls have been into that sort of thing. But this was another level. So I called her out for always being on her phone. And she, like, snapped at me and started yelling irrationally. And I kind of cut her and I wasn't in- and said I wasn't interested. That's another thing. People love to comment on how much time she spends on her phone. Which probably 
is true. So it would be a valid criticism of a guy who wanted to date her, but it could be read either way. Then she reached out a couple times apologizing and she realized that I wouldn't hang out with her again. And she sent a crick, she sent a cryptic email saying she had to talk that she had to talk to her about something. Yeah, he was those words don't make sense. Guys, buy a Pura air freshener that I advertised in the beginning of the show because I promised to use it to order some hooked on phonics to teach me how to read because I am struggling here. Anyway, she sent an email saying that he needed to email her because he had blocked her texts. So I called and she told me that she thought she was pregnant and she was going to go to the doctor, but she wasn't even late yet. So then she texts and says, the doctor said I'm not pregnant now, but that doesn't mean I won't be pregnant in a couple weeks because the hormone level was high and I'm no doctor. But I was like, I don't think that's how it works, dot, dot, dot. So I already knew that she was a pathological liar and that this was the final straw. And then Alice from Gomi um, starts saying, but Aaron wouldn't let it go. She announced her pregnancy online, then contacted Joe with the announcement. Apparently it was a ruse to get another shot at him. And this is from her email address. So what's what we're going to look at now over podcast is a screenshot of an email and Aaron's email address is blanked out. So that could be a way where the owner of Gomi has like authenticated this. But the email says, try to text you to see, but to see that I'm blocked. If you want to have a conversation, you could re- you could reach me via text. If you don't, that's fine. No need, to res- no need to respond to this. Thanks. And then she sent him a text with the pregnancy announcement. Here's my announcement I made on Saturday on my page. I'm having a boy. IDK, how else to get it across to you? If you'd like to wait until December to get a pater- paternity test, since that was your last question to me last week, you're welcome to that. Um, and then the rest of the text was screenshotted out. But then Joe still didn't believe her. Um, he demanded proof. And then this is back to his words to Alice. Then I get emails from her saying she's pregnant. And I'm like, well, show me the ultrasound. Wouldn't do it. And would call me an a-hole or crazy for not believing me. At one point, she said she didn't need me because she moved back to Jersey and got back with her ex. She then sent me the ultrasound that you've seen. And I was like, where's your name or the doctor's name or anything? And who's who names a baby six months from being out from being due? Which, I mean, we've all kind of done that. Um, like clearly you're doing this for attention. So then like, here's where things get weirder, even if that's possible. But then Joe started saying that Aaron was signing him up for hundreds of email newsletters and stuff like that. But then she said that it was her friends doing it. Joe said, no, like, I don't believe you. Um, and then Aaron wrote in an email, sorry, Joe wrote first and he said, well, you're not pregnant. So that was a lie. You're a proven liar, so I don't believe that your friends just happened to memorize my email address, but that's fraud, and I know the IP address and the MAC address and they were that they were signed up from, so I will be pressing charges. Not sure how it's toxic for me that my crazy ex is still harassing me, but you could spin it how you want. And then she says, are you my doctor now? You can't help yourself. Press charges. I'm done with this villain narrative. Goodbye. Narrative? You're literally harassing me by signing up for signing me up for countless newsletters that's extremely childish and also federal crime i didn't harass you and i'm moving next week so if you need a forwarding address for this lawsuit here you go that's kind of a good comeback i gotta admit um 
Like I said, I've moved on and I'm moving forward with my life. I can't handle this kind of stress. It's not healthy and I need to focus on bigger and better things I have going on. I truly wish you well. I'm deleting this email now because I don't think that the replies will ever end and I need, um, and then it got cut off. And that says, so now timeline wise, we're in December. No baby appeared. Um, but the harassment continued, Joe says. Um, and then Joe said that he decided that it was time to demand a paternity test that she offered long ago. He says, I would like to do a pater paternity test for the baby. Can you please arrange for that? And I will cover all costs. Otherwise, I will have to get a lawyer involved. Please get back to me as soon as possible. But by then, Erin had announced to the Internet that she was going out for her last dinner and then she disappeared. Um, and again, this is all Alice's voice. I am truly just reading off the blog. It says no, like literally disappeared. Her family apparently could not find her and Joe claims that she, that they even reached out to him to try to locate her. There was a text that said, yo man, I'm Aaron's brother. Let me start by saying, I don't care about what, whatever relationship you two had. She went missing today around 2.45 PM. No one's heard from her. Her phone's off. All I care about is whether she recently reached out to you. She's supposed to be induced today at 1 PM. Again, all I care about is whether or not you've heard from her. Thanks. He says, haven't heard from her at all. Sorry, man. Thanks for getting back. Did you find her? Um, no. Well, best of luck. She blocked me from everything, so I'm no help. I appreciate it. Um, and then this is what he says um, at the end here. He says, that's why I knew this was all completely faked. The day finally came, she panicked and panicked and disappeared, then probably claimed miscarriage. Expose all you like. Feel free to use the, those emails. Just make sure my name isn't visible, please. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions um to expose her so she can't do this she's in the future um and then he is very certain of one thing at the end he says there was certainly never a baby i've been told by doctors it's incredibly unlikely i can ever have kids and she's like 36 or something so the odds are astronomical i don't know how true that 36 year old year old age thing is but there's that it's a lot it's a lot right a lot to process a lot to parse there Holy moly. Okay. So that's where we're at information wise. I think he's doing some kind of ask me anything on Reddit. I'll dive into it. And if there's more to talk about there, then I will um, come back on. But that's kind of where we leave right now. Here's, here's what I think. I think no matter what, we're never seeing girl gangs' face again. There's something that I needed to mention a while ago. So there's this Instagram page called holding.u.accountable. She, I'm assuming she, because I'm assuming it's Aaron. Aaron was like reposting this page a lot. And the girl only has one post up, but she would post a lot of stories and she has like a lot of story highlights about other influencers. The one post, like one of the one static post that she has is about how um, like we need to speak out about racism and then the highlights are just holding people accountable. Anyway, here's my true honest take on it. I think that holding you accountable is Aaron. I think she's been planning for this possibility for a long time. Whether that means a faked pregnancy or that she just couldn't take the mental stress of being the face of girl gangs anymore. And I mean, and holding you accountable has like 6,000 followers. It's like nothing in comparison to what her page was. But 
what I think, based on other people who have talked to holding you accountable and Aaron via DM, the typing pattern, identical. The way that they type, the way that they phrase things. If you were forensically analyzing these texts from girl gangs and holding you accountable, you'd probably discover, you know, that there's a lot of similarities. I think her pivot is going to be, or what she wanted initially was to be some kind of demois for influencer gossip. I think she wanted to take her face out of it, take her name out of it. She was always trying to monetize girl gangs, which I mean, fine, people should be able to monetize their content. She was always trying to monetize it. And I think, and and I'm sure also there must be a huge part of it that was where there was like a high. I always thought of her as a bully. Some of the things that she said was justified. A lot of it was just inner meanness seeping out and it was ugly, ugly. It felt like somebody putting a hex on the popular girls at school and calling people out because they personally felt small. And if they were able to, and this isn't about her appearance or anything, it's truly about the mean heart that I felt I, that I feel she has. I always had the impression that she was utterly jealous and she felt big by holding people accountable, whether it was justified or not and saying, Oh, you all need to disclose all your stuff. You need to do all this. You're frauds. You're mean, you're scammers, you're uh, con artists, whatever. Um, because you all sell out, blah, blah, blah. I think she was a deeply insecure person. And I think that this was how she like made herself feel big. So I could imagine that a personality like that would want to have an outlet like this in her life. Outlet and she would want the attention and the validation and the likes and the engagement. So that's why I believe that she made the second page holding you accountable so she could rise up and continue to make content. Is she pregnant or is there a baby or not? the pregnant face the pregnant belly it's it's truly the nisha call i can't get past the pictures if there were no pictures i would say for sure she's lying i think she's lied about a lot of stuff i think her family saying oh she's missing is definitely them playing into it i believe all of the proof until the pictures but then also People can gain weight. I currently look pregnant right now and I'm not pregnant. I haven't had a baby for like a year. I still look pregnant. But I, my official ruling is that I'm going to believe the trolls. And not the trolls. I shouldn't have called them trolls. I'm going to believe the people that have seen mountains of evidence over months of inconsistent, bizarre behavior. I've read the receipts at this point. I've followed this for a bit. And I believe that she did fake it. Uh, and if and if I'm wrong, and goodness forbid, 
I mean, best case scenario, there's a baby and everyone's happy and healthy or whatever. But nothing said by anyone has made it seem like if there is a baby, that she's just happy and healthy somewhere. So I hope that it was a lie. You know? Because, yeah, like, there's been no indication that, like, yep, she had the baby and she's just hiding out and she's enjoying that baby. Nothing, no source or anything has said anything like that. What it looks like we're dealing with right now is a real baby that has passed away, which is horrible and disgusting. And if that is the case, and I'm on here saying that I think that she faked it, shame on me. Shame on us all. I'll take full accountability. And I'm sorry for any pain that I'm causing. But looking at what we have right now, I'd say that the evidence is pretty consistent with a a faked, a whole faked thing. And that's all of the legal jargon that I learned from the Gabby Petito TikTok phase over the summer and um, the Josh Duggar stuff that I've watched recently. That's where my legal jargon begins and ends. Anyway... That's all I got about girl gangs. I really do want to hear what everybody has to say about it. There's a thread going and I just want to chat about it. Or you could go on our Instagram page and we could talk on there if you want. Or there's also many other outlets with people that probably do know a little bit more than me. And if you are one of those people who is listening and you want to um, say, hey, Mary, you got it all wrong. Uh, Not only do you need to learn how to read out loud, you just need to learn how to read in general. I'll accept that too. And I would love for you to come on. Anyway, wait, guys, I was signing off and then I looked at my phone, realized that Girl Gangs, probably Girl Gangs, probably Aaron herself, is on the Reddit page right now talking to Jason. Um, we just found out that his name is Jason, by the way. Um, talking to him on the Reddit page. Her username is GGS Baby Daddy. And if it's not her, then somebody very close to the situation because she's giving out a lot of um, information that says, So, Jason, you knew none of this until yesterday? You had no phone call or message from her father weeks ago. So if he had those receipts, then would this still be your story? You have all these people on here that dislike someone so much that they will believe anything you say. You are also saying, I'm correcting her typos here, by the way, in speech. You are also saying that that those were actual messages from her brother who is an attorney. I don't know what she's talking about there. I'd be very careful because this is definition, is the definition of of defamation on not not on Aaron yeah she's not making sense defamation on not on Aaron and now naming family members that whole sentence did not make sense but I think she's saying this is going to be defamation of not only Aaron but her family I'm curious to see how you actually thought you would get custody of the child you stated you wanted nothing to do with We have those receipts as well. You don't coke in Florida, correct? Any arrests for that? And how many DUIs do you have? This is just the tip of the iceberg that I can share. My friend is grieving and this is the shizu pull. I have seen her. I've seen her pregnant. Unlike you, I have felt that baby kick. Did you? Nope. You are just trying for your 15 minutes. You will not continue to spread lies about my friend. I can show you for who you actually are. I can provide those receipts to prove that this post is garbage. Enjoy your time before you have a slew of lawsuits by at least five family members at this point that you dragged into your lie. You met her on Tinder and that's about the only shred of truth that you spilled. Good luck because you're going to need it. This girl and her lawsuits, it's not that serious, man. It's not that serious. And then 
just like a couple random comments that she's just commenting to other people um she writes stephanie from nj f you go deal with your own mental problems i know exactly who you are and i'll call your bank where you work tomorrow in a heartbeat you don't realize that you have that other accounts you had issues with know your name i even have your personal ig handle in your linkedin profile you want those posted ask your dad how that will work out and then she writes why does she have to prove anything to you are you friends with her y'all have made up this narrative because you can't stand and believe a deadbeat drug dealer good job Ask Jason how he got started dealing coke. And these are all posted within minutes of each other. What a journey. What a journey. Anyway. Just had to interject that. Okay, now bye. What's going to happen now is I'm going to post the show that I recorded recorded yesterday. There's some gems in there. I mean, should I just be like overconfident and try to say that like my show rocks and everything's great? It's just it was hard. I didn't have a guest in in the things that we had to talk about. I mean, we talked about Betty White's passing. We talked about the John Mulaney baby. Uh, it was hours after the Tristan Thompson news broke. So we talked about that for a little bit. So anyway, the, the topics just aren't that fun. You know, Betty, a national treasure, passed away at 99. Anyway, so... Here's the rest of the episode. It's going to seem as if I didn't plan on talking about girl gangs, and that's because I didn't. So with that being said, here we go with the rest of the show. Okay. We'll talk to you all next week. All right. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm actually not going to do like a fancy schmancy intro like I normally do because we have stuff to go over. We have a lot to cover because I haven't made a show in the last two weeks. And technically, Christmas break is normally like a barren wasteland for celebrity news. Like Hollywood notoriously takes like a solid two weeks off. Like no movie stuff is made. Like there will be movies released, but like the the entertainment side of Hollywood shuts down. So there's not like a lot of news unless something unfortunate happens. We'll talk about it with, you know, Betty White or like a baby. And we'll talk about that with John Mulaney, etc. But anyway, there's still, you know, some stuff, some stuff to talk about. It's just me today. Alex was supposed to come on, but now he is sleepy and he's like sitting behind me. Maybe he'll come on if the mood strikes. If he like has something that he just, you know, has to say about Emily in Paris. But I have a feeling he'll probably be, um you know, sleeping through this. Anyway, where to begin? Where to begin? Maybe where I should begin is kind of the I just want to chat rebrand that I'm trying to make into a thing. And at this point forward, if you don't care about I just want to chat, which you probably, you know, don't care about like the inner inner workings of it, just fast forward like the next like three minutes. But anyway, so in 2022, I'm going to try to do things a little bit differently. I'm trying to like get a little bit more focused because I want all this to be like a real thing, you know? And so like for months, I've been asking myself like, should I keep going? Should I not keep going? Am I like, you know, the risk reward of you invest time into something and even if it's fun, it has to be, I don't want to say worth it, like money wise or rewarding wise as in like fulfillment, but you know, when you're like taking time away from your kids or your other jobs or whatever, I had to keep like reassessing. 
And not even that I needed it to grow, but I just wanted it to like have purpose. And the basic concept for I Just Want to Chat years and years ago when I made it in 2017 was it's just a podcast about me like chatting about whatever I want to chat about. And back then that was like The Bachelor and other random things and like some pop culture stuff. And then over the years, like my interests and everything have changed and I've grown up. Can you guys hear that car in the background? Surely you can. For some reason, the road that I live on like is used as like a drag racing road. Like every now and then, I mean, every night around this time, we'll have like a couple cars go by and and just, you know, drag race in their 2013 Mazdas that they've souped up. But anyway, that's what that car was. Anyway, so back in the day, it was like, it's a podcast about me just chatting about whatever I want to chat about. And that's always how I kept it, you know? And essentially, that's still what it is. But I wanted to kind of have more focus. So I've been asking myself, like, okay, what can I do? What can I provide? What, like, interests me? And I've been doing this, like, mental Venn diagram where, like, okay, what can I... How can I merge like being useful and things I like, whatever. And what I kind of let it like boil down to was what I like to do and what I want to provide is not even want to provide, but what I think I can provide is just some media guidance. I think that's kind of what it boiled down to. Like, yes, there's like celebrity gossip and stuff. And I love that. There's a lot of people doing celebrity gossip. And of course, there's a lot of people doing like media recommendations as well. But when I thought about the, it's just a podcast about me chatting about whatever I want to chat about concept. I started to think like, unless somebody knew me, like if I was scrolling through something and I saw a podcast that was like, it's just me just chatting about whatever I want to chat about. Unless it was like Adele or like, Courtney Kardashian or something I really wouldn't care like what they were chatting about like oh just there's a random person wanting to chat about whatever they want to chat about you know so I wanted to get away from that wanted to be a little bit more useful so the Instagram the Instagram page is going to be a little more useful in 2022 that's the goal but the podcast will still be pretty pretty much the same I want to provide a platform for people to be informed about pop culture stuff and not just be informed, but I feel like whenever I love a movie, TV show, album, or I'm like really into pop culture story, I just want to hear people talk about those things. So anyway, that's why I'm here. That was definitely longer than three minutes and it was pretty unnecessary most of it. But anyway, just felt like I needed to to, you know, clear the air, say, say what's going on in the I just want to chat world. And with that being said, what do we talk about first, guys? I mean, we could talk about Betty White first, right? We should probably be leading with Tristan Thompson because that was like the news that rocked the world today. But I'm going to lead with Betty White because how could you not? It's so sad, right? And I mean, of course, like the contrarians are all 
She was 99. What do you expect? Everyone's mourning the loss of a 99-year-old lady. I feel like the fact that she was 99 makes it even sadder because she was on the cover of People magazine, literally her last tweet, which like, I mean, like we know that she's not the one tweeting, but her last tweet was like, hey guys, I'm so excited to be turning 100 in 17 days, like from the day that she was, you know, from the day that she passed away. I'm so excited to be turning 100. And then she passes away. That is so sad. It's so sad. That just made it sound like I was crying. I'm not crying. But it is very sad. And I've loved reading the stories about her and her late husband over the last couple days. I I never really knew too much about Betty White. Like the person. I knew that she has like one of the best SNL episodes of all time. If you want a really good laugh... If you could get your hands on the whole entire episode, it's amazing. Because not only is it Betty White being really funny, but it's like prime SNL cast. It has Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Kristen Wiig. I don't think Jimmy's on it at that point. Kristen Wiig. Seth Meyers doing a lot. Um, Like the cast was just really, really good. And... Then Betty White just like made it and like the way that they were able to make all these new kinds of skits that they don't normally do like there's this one random episode or random skit of her doing like a metal version of thank you for being a friend very funny but search the 2010 census skit with with Betty White and Tina Fey it's comedy that's what comedy is it's so good anyway it's very sad but of course like the the negative nancy in me this has to say i mean it's not it's not good to say that i'm trying to find a a silver lining in her in her passing you know but aren't we all little again lucky isn't the right word it is if there's one fortunate thing from her passing away on the last day of 2021 it's the fact that we didn't have to read millions of tweets and Facebook meme posts and everything about, like, if she had passed away one day later, right? Imagine she passes away the first day of 2022. Everything we were going to be reading for the next week was just going to be like, you know 2022 is going to be bad because Betty White passed away on the first day. Betty White got out of there before... Before it even started, really, and blah, blah, blah. Like the content, the boomer content, or like the wisecracking older millennial contact would really just, it would really just be a bummer. I mean, we already have to read the 2022 sounds like 2022, as in the sequel. We already have to read those memes, and it's not great. So add like... Betty White dying on the first day of 2022 memes to that mix. Not great. Not, uh, not great. Anyway, rest in peace. Never knew about her, like, animal activism, but that's been nice to read. Anyway, now to pivot in a completely different direction. (laughs) A completely different direction. A couple hours ago, Tristan Thompson, um, officially announced via Instagram story because these people cannot keep anything private um that he is the father of that baby um that he had with Marilee Nichols I'm reading her name right now 
did not know her name until a second ago when I started talking. But because I don't really care about Tristan Thompson. Every time I hear any kind of Tristan Thompson news with her and Chloe, I'm like, oh, he's not completely exiled yet. Like, yes, he's True's dad, but he's not completely out of the picture. Like, when was the last time we heard anything from Chris Humphreys? You know? Besides, like, Ray J and Nick Cannon, for the most part, Kardashian exes, and, I mean, Scott Disick has nothing to do with what I'm saying. But for the most part, Kardashian exes, they're done and then they're gone. I don't know if it's NDAs. I don't know if it's a payoff. I don't know if it's just respect. I don't know if it's the fact that they know that they'll never be able to really compete media-wise with the Kardashian clan. But every time I hear Tristan news, I'm like, he hasn't been completely just kicked to the curb. Or like, is Chloe with him? Because I don't really even care about Chloe anymore. Chloe lost me a couple years ago. I don't have like the same affinity for her that I used to. But anyway, about a month ago, the rumors from Marilee Nichols came out saying that she had a son and that Tristan Thompson was the father. And today, Tristan Thompson again goes on his Instagram story with a black background and the basic font and says, Today, paternity test results revealed that I fathered a child. I'm reading like a idiot. Um, today, paternity, today, paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with Marilee Nichols. I wonder if it's supposed to be Marley. I really think it's supposed to be Marley, right? Someone correct me or don't. I take full responsibility for my actions. That's not something he normally does. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. The next slide. Chloe. Has Chloe always had like a little dash above the E in her name? I'll have to investigate that. But he wrote her name that way. This is the worst podcasting I think I've ever done. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this heartache and humiliation I've caused you. Where was this apology like years and years ago when he was cheating on her with strippers like the day before she was due with True? You don't deserve this heartache and humiliation I've caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. At least he acknowledges it. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect for you. Utmost respect and love for you. Does he? Does he? He has a funny way of showing it, regardless of what you may think. I wonder if he's talking to me when I say that, because he knew I was going to stop and question his motives. Again, I'm so incredibly sorry. As far as Chloe goes, I do understand that having a child with somebody complicates things, and you want to give somebody so many chances so you could be a happy family, etc., but there is a huge fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me vibes coming from their entire story, you know? It's a little... that I guess that's all I'll say about the Chloe of it all, but I will never understand this man. With a Kardashian, and he can't keep in a, in his pants. I don't get it. And so many times, repeatedly. And I don't get what's... I almost said what's wrong with Chloe, and that's not what I mean. 
But like, I know I just said Khloe Kardashian lost me a couple years ago. I don't mean that that's, that she's like a bad person or whatever. But the Kardashians notoriously have bad luck with men. I think that they need they need to stay away from athletes. Because it has not worked out for them. And Chloe just doesn't pick them. Just doesn't pick them right. Right, you know? The Lamar stuff was so heartbreaking. I don't know. I don't know about it. My my biggest hope for Chloe is the same thing that I was hoping for. Who was it? Jennifer Gardner. In a different sense. Remember a couple weeks ago when I was like, what I want for Jennifer Gardner is just her to find like some like super successful, super wealthy dude that doesn't have ties to the entertainment industry, just like wealthy in some other kind of way, successful. And they just live out a happy, healthy life together. I wish that for her too. I mean, I, I think I kind of wish it for everybody, you know, like a successful dude. But no more athletes. No more reality stars. No one that's ever been interviewed by Juliana Rancic. I think that that needs to be their new, their new criteria for men. You know, no celebrity interviews on red carpets. No, if they're athletes, they could be retired athletes. No traveling around. I forbid it. I forbid it. Anyway, um, speaking of traveling around. That's a mean subway. Subway? Segway. Guys, I'm sleepy too. Anyway, John Mulaney and Olivia Munn had their baby. I'm reporting on this because it gave me so much content in 2021. I thought I'd put it to rest. But, alas, here we go. Um, John Mulaney and Olivia Munn both posted about it on the same day on uh, Christmas Eve. And he wrote, meet Malcolm very confused about how to say the middle name. Is it Heap? Hyup? Let's just say Hyup. I don't know. There's a different language going on there. Malcolm Hyup Mullaney. He has his whole life ahead of him. He hasn't even tried seltzer yet. I'm very in love with him and his whole deal. Happy holidays. So there's that. The baby's here. Olivia Munn posted something similar. There were all those rumors about Olivia Munn and John Mulaney already splitting, but then she's posted more pictures of him and she tags John Mulaney in them. And this baby looks, looks like John Mulaney. He really does look like John Mulaney. Oh my goodness, guys. He's, John Mulaney is no longer tagged in this one picture. I checked on it earlier this morning when I was making this list wonder why wonder why that happened anyway you guys heard it here first five hours ago John Mulaney was tagged in this one picture of Olivia Munn laying down with the baby no he's not but this baby looks like John Mulaney holy moly anyway cute baby like the name Malcolm uh hip I'm kind of a the jury's out on but maybe if I ever learn how to pronounce it properly it's very sad when people have to turn off the comments for the birth announcements you know that's a that's not great, but anyway, congrats to the happy couple, you know. But uh, we do need to talk very briefly about Anna Marie Tendler Tendler's 
post um, the day that the baby was born. So reports that the baby was born came out about like a week ago or like a week before the announcement. And Anna has been talking about this whole situation through her art. And she posts a picture of her looking very sad into a mirror. And the caption is Norman effing Rockwell, which is one Alana Del Rey reference, obviously. And two, I guess obviously as well, a reference to the Norman Rockwell uh, portraits of perfect, ideal American families. Anyway, it's, it's sad for her. Happy for John, I guess. What else is there to say? I really wonder what 2022 has in store for all of us. The craziest thing that could happen, another baby, right? Because, I mean, like, a breakup, predictable. A marriage, not far-fetched. Another baby? Could happen, you know? Anyway, there's that. The last things I had to talk about, I wrote in my notes, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes, maybe worth mentioning, question mark? Because Elizabeth Holmes, um... From the Theranos controversy um, and that cool uh, HBO documentary, the girl with like the deep voice and the black turtlenecks and she pretends like she's Steve Steve Jobs and tech bros gave her $4 billion for a scam. She was charged with four counts of fraud today. I think um, she was originally charged with six and then she was found guilty of four. So there's that. I don't know what that means for jail time. I'm not that attached to the case. I'm a great reporter. You're all so lucky for hearing all of this. Um, yeah, so there's that. I'm very curious how all of the content is going to play out about Elizabeth Holmes. Because we have the Amanda Seyfried, H- or not HBO, Hulu series coming out soon. That will be a thing. Probably resemblance-wise. So right now we have two projects there was supposed to be a Kate McKinnon one it got shelved and Kate McKinnon got recast there's the Amanda Seyfried one that's coming to Hulu and then the Jennifer Lawrence one from Adam McKay that I don't even think is being worked on right now I'll have to look into it I'll report about it on my Instagram story later that's clickbait anyway looks wise Amanda Seyfried probably looks the most like her right But I think the voice is the key component. And if anybody is going to sound like her, it's probably Jennifer Lawrence, right? I don't think Kate McKinnon should have ever been attached to anything about Elizabeth Holmes. But not that I don't like Kate McKinnon, but just doesn't seem like a good fit, you know, like she's blonde. But there's that, right? Like that's kind of like all that's going on there. I would love to see... Elizabeth Olsen with her like big blue eyes that that would be a good a good watch anyway congrats to Elizabeth Holmes for only getting four out of uh, six counts charged that wasn't even a proper sentence guys I need to go to sleep what else is there to talk about um Emily in Paris I just wanted to briefly talk about a theory that my friend Taylor Tucker had and um so I guess this is like content stealing And I've been meaning to make a TikTok about it. Maybe I'll make it tomorrow. Probably not. Who knows? We've all been watching Emily in Paris, right? 
I've been watching it. We've all been watching it. And I've talked about it at length on my Instagram. I've even brought up Taylor's other theory about how, like, we just need to accept that, you know, Emily is the villain, whatever. We need to talk about something that's happening in this season of Emily in Paris. Gabrielle. Gabrielle. The most handsome man alive, right? We were all so in love with him, and then Bridgerton happened, and then we all fell in love with the Duke, and then we fell, we forgot about Gabrielle. But while Gal- while Gabrielle was still was still a thing, Army Hammer was still a thing. This was before we found out about his alleged cannibalism. So there were a lot of tweets and a lot of things about how Lucas Bravo, who plays Gabrielle, looks just like Army Hammer. And Lucas Bravo even said, yes, I do. We look alike. When you watch this season of Emily in Paris, you will realize something. They dyed his hair. They made him look a little different. And there's supposed to be no time jump in between these two seasons, like no passage of time at all. And yet his hair is darker and he looks a little different. Do we think... It's so people don't compare him to Army Hammer. I think so. That's what my friend Taylor said. And I believe her wholeheartedly. 100%. What, what a time. What a time to be alive. Who, who would have guessed in a million years that our beloved crappy Netflix show, Emily in Paris, would be impacted by Army Hammer's gross misconduct, you know? Anyway, that concludes everything I had on my list. I can't think of anything else to talk about. This is kind of just like a short, a short and sweet episode because I'm sleepy and we're all kind of sick over here. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. Thank you so much for listening. Wow, I just looked at the time. 24 minutes. This has got to be a record, but I'm glad I'm getting something up at least. Anyway, if you would like to follow us on TikTok, follow us on TikTok at, at, at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. I'm even forgetting the handle. That's how sleepy I am. At I Just Want to Chat Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at, at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. And if you're looking to get a Pura, go to trypura.com and use our code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase at trypura.com. I promise to be back next week with a guest and good content and an ounce of energy and a non-raspy voice, etc. Anyway, thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Okay, bye.